Hello everyone and welcome to DGR Dialogue. I'm Elise Schoening, the assistant editor of Demand Gen Report, and today I'm joined by Anne Greeny, VP of Marketing and Partnerships of Affinity. Thank you for joining us, Anne. Thank you for having me. And today we'll be discussing some of the myths around AI as well as its role in marketing and managing relationships with customers. To start off, how have you seen AI transform marketing and operations over the past few years and where do you think it's going in the future? Yeah, I think it's a really interesting subject because as my career's kind of evolved um, in marketing and seen us kind of adapt these new technologies, I think we've had this shift where we all jumped into you know, AI and pretty much any any product that mentioned AI, everyone kind of got FOMA and had to jump onto. But the reality was that a lot of those products weren't blanket solutions. And um, some of them even caused us to market in ways that really hurt relationships, you know, going fully into automation as a marketer um, and forgetting that there are actually people behind the numbers that we're producing, I think has actually been more detrimental than it has been good for the industry. Definitely. So what do you see happening in the future? Yeah, in the future, I think it's more about building strategies and understanding the limitations around some of these technologies, really being able to carve out what technology is really good at right now, especially when we're talking about automation and um, in general, and what humans are better at. And it's really that kind of um, balance, that art and science um, together that are going to build the best strategies for marketers. Okay. You touched on this a little bit, but so with the rise of people-to-people marketing, there are some concerns that AI can take out the personal touch that's needed for successful strategies. What are your thoughts on this? Yeah, I think this is really important because the the personal touch and those human relationships are really going what's going to matter um, as we're looking and building brand. You know, brand isn't about aesthetics. It isn't about logos. It's about that relationship with your customers. Um, we as brands don't get to dictate or we as companies don't get to dictate what our brand is. Um, and those relationships, yeah, they're based off human connection, but we can leverage technology to do the dirty work, the heavy lifting behind the scenes. Um, we shouldn't be doing manual data entry. We shouldn't be doing all these kind of um, mundane tasks that technology can actually do faster and better than we can. Um, and that frees up our time to actually do what humans do best, and that's building real relationships with our uh, prospects and our customers. Yeah, that's a great point. So you don't worry at all that AI is going to put marketers out of work? I think that if your career as a marketer is focused on doing mundane tasks and, you know, I think that you, you, you could be, your, your job could be jeopardized. But I think a lot of us um, chose marketing for the fact that there was this create this creative element, this fact that we get to use our brains and think of interesting solutions and understand people for their human side, not just look at them as numbers. Um, in my career, we, I saw that shift of all of a sudden, you know, I got in for the creativity piece and all of a sudden I was living and breathing in spreadsheets. And you had to really pull your head out and remember that, like I said, there's people behind the numbers and that's an important fact. And now I think we're getting to the place where we're realizing that it really doesn't work just to let technology go. 
um, to just automate these these campaigns and programs um, without really focusing on remembering, you know, the like I said, the people that are behind them. And so now as we kind of go into this next phase of understanding that balance, I think that the best marketers will be the ones that leverage technology to do at, to do what it does best and use that free time to really go out and build a better relationship with their uh, customers and potential prospects. Definitely. So going off of that, how do you think AI can be used to enhance and better manage customer relationships? Yeah, I think in a couple ways. Um, first off, we are living with just an immense amount of data. I think in the last, the, the most recent uh, statistic is in the last two years, we've created more data than we had ever before. Um, so there's just everything that we do, we're creating data. And leveraging these new technologies to actually be able to mine through this data and structure it um, and to cultivate it, possibly augment it, and to be able to extract from that these deep insights they can help us understand who our customers truly are, um, building out these robust personas, um, delivering information to our teams, whether it be marketing, sales, customer success, our engineers and product teams, so they know more about the people behind it. And data, um, this kind of marriage between data and these, you know, the latest technologies, especially around artificial intelligence, this marriage is gonna allow us to really dive deeper into understanding our customer needs so that we can provide solutions instead of just selling products. Okay, and do you think that AI is only useful for big businesses with a lot of data and customers to manage or anyone in the B2B marketing world can benefit from it? Yeah, I think that at this point anyone can because there's you know, there's now all these even open source tools from, you know, Google to um, Amazon, Microsoft, they all have open source tools where engineers can leverage um, the capability to, to start, I've even dip their toes into this technology. Um, I think every marketer is creating immense amounts of data. And there's so many different ways that we can tap into that. You know, if you're setting email campaigns out to all your customers, um, you're collecting data and you're doing ad campaigns. This whole idea of attribution tracking and being able to have that all that information housed in one place um, and then being able to extract key insights from it is really important. Um, something that we found at Infinity, you know, one of the richest data sources that there is, is communication data. And so all of these emails that we sent, send on a daily basis, um, you know, I think it's the average business person sends 150, 115 emails every day. And so this is creating this immense database that we can now tap into. And I think companies big or small are able to do that. And then leverage technology, like I said, to do the you know, the maintenance, um, all the work on the background uh, that we really shouldn't be spending a ton of time to do anymore because now we, we need to spend more of that time making human connections. That's great. And I know that Affinity is a relationship intelligence platform. Do you have any use cases you can share where a client used AI to improve customer relationships and grow conversion rates? 
Yeah, absolutely. So our customers leverage AI often without even knowing it. And that's kind of the magic of when AI is done best. Um, we're separate, you know, we kind of think about relationship management different than CRM tools of the past. You know, we focused on the data first and tapping into these rich data sources like communication data and being able to figure out how to structure that, how to cultivate it and provide these, you know, actionable insights to our customers. And putting that into a platform um, was, was ancillary. And so now what we see with our customers is this aha moment of understanding that when they need to under when they need to see like okay who do i know that works at airbnb um do i have a path to intro to an introduction at uber they're able to tap into the platform and see immediately based off of their team's relationship graph um who knows who how well and why and have that full context right there for them but I think that AI is only going to play out well in the future if it works within our daily workflow. Um, if it's not this add-on that we feel like AI is doing this for us now. It just has to come naturally and kind of fit in with this like and feel like serendipity when it actually happens. And I think that that's going to be the magic of AI in the future. Fantastic. And now I have some lightning round questions for you. So first off, what is your weirdest Alexa story? My weirdest Alexa story? Um, yeah, I think uh, the, the one that comes to mind first is I was working at a company about a year ago, and we had Alexa just playing music in, in the room. And someone tried to, like, you know, just put put a new station on it. It just blasted the most raunchy music that <laughs> I think everyone kind of just like, you know, it was like a record stop. And then it was like, who could run and turn it off the quickest? Um, so yeah, I think that, you know, we get very bullish in general uh, with AI being this blanket solution, but there is like, we do have a long way to go and maybe even understanding context. So yeah, that would, that would be my one story. That's a good one. All right. Favorite AI or robot theme movie? Oh, wow. Um, I'm not a big sci-fi fan, so this is probably oh. <laughs> Um AI robot movie. Uh, I don't even know that I have one. Sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. blanking on that. What about TV? Black Mirror or Westworld? Uh, Westworld. 100%. Okay. Yeah. I guess I don't even think robots win that. That's... that's oh. They're too high tech. They don't think of like the, like what you normally would think of with robots. But that's also a, a kind of a metaphor of like where we should go with all technology, right? Like it shouldn't, you shouldn't feel like, and that may be the scary piece that you don't know that like what is, what is real and what is fake. Um, but if it's if it's good, that that's a, that's a key metric of success of the technology being right. Definitely Spotify or iTunes. Oh, Spotify. Yeah. All right. I'm with you on that. And are you a morning or night person? I am a morning person. I wake up uh, 6 a.m. every morning to run. So I that's like my total routine. Wow, that's impressive. All right, that's all I have for you today. Thank you so much for your time, Anne, and thanks to everyone listening. Be sure to subscribe to Demand Gen Report to stay up to date on our latest podcasts, reports, research, news, and more. Mm-hmm.